Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, owner of Creek Road Pottery in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. Pull up your chair around the wheels. We discuss topics concerning the art and craft of pottery, good books, storytelling, marketing, and creating work that matters for folks who care. Greetings, friends. It's me, Al, and tonight we are kiln sitting the updraft kiln i had one more kiln to fire out for a show this weekend the artist open studio tour of susquehanna county um i fired out two loads uh i had probably about 50 mugs come out and the same amount of bowls and when i when i'm finishing up here are um, some vases and a few larger pieces. I expect in this show that smalls will sell more than the larger, um, but I do need to get on larger pieces because my fall show is in two weeks after this. So the third week of October is my fall show, the Pumpkin Trail, and I'm on a trail with other local businesses and that's usually my biggest show um, that and the Christmas show so uh, I'm in the busy season and um, I've had the updrafts firing so I want to talk a little bit about the topic of design from the last episode if you haven't listened to that it was kind of inter- an introduction uh, on thoughts of design and I want to get into it a little more with like a study so while we wait for this kiln to go down pull up a chair like go get a coffee pull up a chair around the kiln and you can you can help me kiln sit while we talk about generating ideas and how that's done and it's some of the basic things that happen even before you make a pot, right? How do we think about new things? And where does that come from? And how are those ideas generated? So go get a chair and meet me right back here next to the kiln. I'll wait for you. There's plenty of room. And we'll check the cone as we talk about ideas and design. Greetings friends, welcome back. And uh, pull up a chair around the kiln. Um, The cone didn't even start to drop yet, but I'm getting some good color and it's, it's pretty close. So as soon as the top of the six cone starts to, um, bend a little bit we'll have about 15 minutes before the halfway point and then we will need to we'll need to take some action which means uh, I'll have to close up the damper a bit we'll send it in reduction until that cone six is all the way down and then 15 more minutes um, that's when we'll do the shutdown so I'm, I'm trying to test here on what I'm working on, going 15 minutes over the six, 
say, Al, why not just put in a seven? Well, I know that it takes 15 minutes in the way that I fire to have a kiln, to have a cone bend uh, halfway. So a half hour is a full bent cone. And uh, once it starts to go, uh, based on my firing schedule, uh, it's, it's pretty reliable on all the times that I fired. So when I see that start to bend, we'll put that damper over the, the, uh, the hole and we'll let it go into reduction and let it smoke out a bit. So I want to talk about ideas for your design work. Um, a lot of times generating ideas seems to be hard for people. Uh, I think that it's not a lack of creativity because humans in general are very creative people. I think the problem is lack of boredom. I think when people get bored, um, they get more creative. But now with our phones and so many different things distracting us, um, it's just easier to ask somebody, look it up on Pinterest, um, or nowadays, um, ask ChatGPT and um, have those ideas put out there, seeing what other people are doing and going off that. Back in the day, you used to, if you were painting, you would first paint and study the techniques of the masters. So that's something that we can do. And then you would do offshoots of other people's work, not exact copies, but adding your own spin on it and adding your own glaze to it, your own texture patterns. But maybe, maybe the form is the same, right? So, so that's a way that you can generate an idea is to uh, see, the, see how the masters might be doing something. And then just like if you were a painter, uh, try that yourself and see how that goes and then make a hundred of them and see how that evolves um, one of the one of the things that I find really fascinating is people believe they need to wait to be inspired right or I need to wait until the muse talks to me but life is too short let's check that cone again huh Life is too short, friends. So I'm bending down and checking the cone. Sometimes it gets really hard to see in there. Um, so that's still up. Uh, life is too short to wait on the muse. And if you sit, sit around waiting for her to come give you some divine revelation down from the heavenly realms well you're gonna be waiting a while and the thing is a lot of times you can just start right so just starting something starting a project start drawing lines in your sketchbook right um, can also lead to generating ideas and don't be so critical about the ideas that you first come up with because you need to get rid of the good ideas I mean the bad ideas first before you get to the good ones and then you may be able to um, build off a few of those I've even taken some really bad ideas <laughs> out of my sketchbook 
right, and built on them. And I have even built stuff off my cry pile where things didn't work out. Five years down the road, um, I might be cleaning up or see something or go back into redeveloping that glaze. How did I get that color that messed up? You know, that's really interesting now. I want to do it on 20 pots. Um, so that's a way that you can do it. I think that sometimes we may sell ourselves short um, simply because we don't have the confidence that it takes maybe to trust ourselves, to pick ourselves that our ideas might be good enough to explore. Um, because when we go to school, right, what are we taught? We're taught to do as we were told, show up on time, and comply, right? And we're given things to do, and we're not allowed to screw up at work because we're not there to, depending on your job, you're not there to generate the ideas. By the time you get it, not unless you're in product development, but by the time you get to the process, you're either putting it together or you're helping robots put it together. So there's already a set process, already set center lines to where the same thing will occur. If you do the same thing, you expect the same outcome because you did these things. Not so with the pots, right? Not so with art. With art, you need to mess up 20 times to get those out of the way, to find the two good ideas that you can expand on. Another, another thing that is a big roadblock is having a good idea and running it to its end too far. So a lot of times when an idea has run its course, a lot of people are not brave enough to go out and start over again to redevelop something new to, re to learn a new style, um, they would blame it on other things, right? So sometimes it, it can be the economy, sometimes it can be, um, you know, your, your, your design or your style. Everybody has one, right? <laughs> Everybody has one. Um, but nothing saying that you can't learn a new style, try a new thing, look at something that messed up, right? And go off that. I mean, Einstein had said he had to mess up a whole bunch of times before he got the light bulb to work, right? So that's one of the things that you can really push yourself to do in generating ideas um, is to be brave, use your sketchbook, Get the terrible drawings and terrible ideas out of the way, and eventually you'll start making room for good ones. So another thing that um, you can do to generate ideas is to mess around with um, simple forms with different types of texture patterns and layers uh, from nature. Um, a lot of times in my early days uh, in university, um, I pressed wood bark and stones and, and I still do that in some of the pieces uh, into the work and that's what really got me excited about the texture of pots and how some of the glazes that I worked with 
the reason why I work with them is how they look over top of texture patterns in a subtle way. So some of the pots I, I just got out uh, yesterday um, came out pretty beautiful, but nature and just getting out and absorbing the things around you can be great for generating ideas. Another thing, visiting your family. Uh, by taking a break from the pots and just go and absorbing friends and family and the culture around you, listening to good music, it could be a, a whole host of things. Um, you're not wasting time there. A lot of people are like, oh, maybe I should be doing something all the time. But you're not wasting time, you're absorbing. And sometimes you can absorb too much. And I get in that rut in the summertime <laughs> during my slow season. But I usually try to read books. And uh, let's check this cone again, friends. Huh? This should be getting there. I can see the color. So I fire all these manually. Sometimes it's hard to see with the glasses. No, oh, still up. Um, books. I love reading the classics, the uh, the Iliad, and the Odyssey, uh, the works of Homer, and Dante's Inferno, and all those beautiful works of literature uh, that that discuss the trials of men and women and people and how it relates to the universe and their place in it, right? Mythology, um, all kinds of things. And probably one of the authors that I really enjoyed reading, um, and he's a huge hero of mine on the mythology side, is um, Joseph Campbell. And his book, Power of the Myth, was amazing. And uh, I went and started reading all his material and I went and got his um, Primitive uh, Cultures series. I'll put a link to the titles in the show notes because offhandedly I can't remember what those books are. But they are a great resource for looking back, seeing different things, seeing primitive work, tribal work, and using some of those um, forms, elements, textures, uh, and design and incorporate them into your own in some way, um, then obviously there's going to be some who might say that um, you're stealing from some culture, but that's up for you to work out and decide um, if you feel strongly against that or how you go about that. Uh, you may need to work through that, how it's accepted, um, but don't hold back from at least putting it down into a sketchbook and investigating it further. So one of the huge things that I really loved was the cuneiform or the ancient Babylonian writing of the reed pressed into the clay and the epic of Gilgamesh. So I plan to write short epics to where the impressions, which are letters in cuneiform, form texture patterns. And I'd really love to put uh, 
sections of the Epic of Gilgamesh on some shave bowls and mugs um, by actually doing it. So I have a buddy who's big into research and he got me the literature <laughs> to do it. And I've read, um, I really loved ancient Near Eastern literature. Um, so back when I studied religion, and so I've been generating quite a bit of ideas from, from that resource. And not only the past, but now that I brought it up, uh, religion, your faith, if you, if you believe, um, that can be a source of idea generation for your pots. But I think the big thing is um, don't wait right time and life is too short and if you sat around waiting for the muse to just hand you an idea uh, you're gonna be kind of disappointed you waited so long right so one of the things I wanted to bring up um, is the idea that everything's already been done before so you might as well just give up to <laughs> me personally um, that feels a bit lazy, right? Because there are so many things out there, and so many variations of things. Um, there's a million ways of doing things, and I've only seen a few. And it's pretty amazing once you get into the subtleties of things, what you can add, what you can take away, and what you can build on. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. So for those who say, it's already been done. Everything's already been done. Um, to me, that's that's being intellectually lazy, and in my opinion, creatively lazy uh, to say that because it's kind of like, well, you already gave up. And, and I don't know if I don't know if Solomon I don't know if Solomon um, knew that the iPad was coming, right? The technology. So. Uh, there can be new things and the invention of the automobile and steam engines and things like that um, was pretty amazing during the uh, industrial revolution and now we're past that and now we're coming into the let's check this kiln again so I'm interrupting the podcast check the kiln here so you guys know I'm for real. Maybe like, yeah. See, that's it's getting harder to see in there. Okay, we're still up. Now with uh, as I was saying, um, with the revolution of um, artificial intelligence uh, coming on the scene. The same types of adjustments in society that was made for the Industrial Revolution uh, will need to be made for artificial intelligence. Uh, back in the day, people smashed machines because it took jobs away from the ditch diggers and the weavers and the many, many 
hosts of other jobs um, that machines took over that allowed humans to do other things, right? So, I think there's going to be a huge adjustment, but we should not depend on artificial intelligence and technology to do everything for us, right? There's something to be said about handmade. There's something to be said about art. There's something to be said about messing up and being allowed to mess up and try new things because that's how we learn. You're not allowed to mess up at work, but at art, you're allowed to mess up. So I guess that's the difference between is making art your job or making art your hobby or are you a professional and can you allow yourself to mess up as a professional? Um, those are things that probably every person needs to work out for themselves. Um, so, I hope this in some way has been helpful to you in going out and generating new ideas and thinking about how things are made. And let me know in the show notes. Um, click like if you like this and uh, subscribe. Come over and say hi on my website. I got some uh, pretty interesting stories about my hometown, what I've been up to in the newsletter, and making pots that matter, hopefully for people who care. And it's I'm coming up on that busy season. Now until after Christmas, it's going to be crazy. And then two shows in the spring I need to get ready for through the winter. So then I start putting up the wood kiln probably the end of March. So that'll be pretty exciting. So take care, friends. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Don't be afraid to create new ideas and don't wait. Life is too short to wait. Get the bad ideas out of the way first to make room for the good ones. And come on over and uh, tell me about your bad ideas, right? I want to see your bad ideas. Because with bad ideas, that means you're doing something, right? And in those bad ideas is at least one good idea. All right. Take care, friends. Be well. And happy potting.